Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast. This is gonna end very badly. You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation. And these two right here, well, they're my insurance policy. What? This is a great show. No enhancement needed. Hello, everybody. Here we are once again. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. Uh, my name is James. Wow. Why did I just say James? My name is Jimmy <laughs> Moorcraft, or James, which is my name, but go by Jimmy here. How you doing? Yes, he's the man so nice they named him twice. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Liam McNulty. Liam, how are you feeling after a week? <laughs> to put it one way. For sure. Not too bad. Feeling yeah, pretty good. definitely some newsworthy items. Again, kind of like last week, I find that we have newsworthy items and the rest of it was there right but we'll kind of go through that as we go along the news and the rest so we're going to begin with monday night raw as we always do definitely uh monday night raw opened this week with something that i kind of predicted they would do when i was kind of mapping out how this week would look roman Reigns versus jason jordan yep uh i think this would have worked better if it was a beat the clock match because that's essentially what the hidden message of the match was well it's funny you say that a friend that i was watching raw with said the same thing the problem with that is you have to reveal that it wasn't a 20-minute right. match yes. or anywhere near yeah. that scene had had with... It was actually 11 minutes. Yeah. And this match this week was 15 minutes, so Roman would have lost the Beat the Clock Challenge had it been there. Just saying. <laughs> uh, but Against a rookie, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, another good match, I have to say... Let's not blow <laughs> this out of proportion. I mean, I have to say, and I'm not being biased, I just think John Cena and Jason had a better match. I think that it was structured really? better. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed the match with Roman Reigns a little bit I didn't just oh really I don't know I just found that there was more like the near falls were a little more believable in the John Cena match and I don't know yeah that's true it was also like the first time we saw the Northern Light Bridge and this is the second time we saw it so I don't know two back to back for me personally I, I don't know I just you like the Cena match better Yes, Which I do is, like yeah, the Cena match better. Zone. And, I mean, there isn't really much to say about the match as it is. We knew Roman would win. Oh, yeah. John Cena is seen watching backstage on a monitor and then comes out to the ring, which is now the third confrontation Pipe they've bomb. had. If Pipe you're bomb city. Telling up the scores, it was... If two nothing. Up the scores. John Cena is yeah definitely, miles ahead of Roman Reigns. Definitely two nothing. <laughs> if you want to consider that, I mean, I would say a, three nothing, a, a thousand nothing. Yeah. Now he is three nothing. Some people say that it's two to one now. I totally disagree. I don't. Um, what, what has Roman said that it has? Yeah. Last night, uh, this past Monday on Raw, there wasn't really much to dissect. Of course, the biggest comment was at the end, and it's funny because John Cena said something before the drug test comment. That I thought he was going to say about a drug test. I think it was a word that must have started with D. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I thought he was going to go there. And then Roman says what he says about, you know, the whole acting thing. And I know someone in Hollywood alluding to The Rock, of course. Of course. And then John Cena says that no mercy. I'm going to be like a drug test and you can't pass me. Yeah. So it was weird that I like because I wouldn't expect that at all. But I just. Thought he was going there, and then he didn't, and then I didn't expect him to go and there when he, he did. did. Yeah. So it was weird. I just kind of like... You had come to terms with the fact that he yeah, wasn't... Yeah, I like then, knew, and, he, and like I didn't did. know, but it was really surprising. Some people are arguing whether or not John Cena should have went there. Um, 
I yeah. have to imagine a line like that had to go through Venice as much as John Cena is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would definitely yeah. think so. And also, I mean, it was saying that Roman Reigns did wrong, and, you know, yeah. just because you got punished. He kind of alluded to it with the U.S. title, talking about the right. U.S. title. I was going to say, emotion. Right. just because he was, you know, punished in air quotes that I'm doing with that United States championship yeah. run, which... With if a everyone could get punished like that. Yeah, like Ty Dillinger <laughs> would love that punishment, yeah. or uh, Sami Zayn, but yeah. anyway. You guys all read the script, right? I don't read the script, script reads me. So, I mean, again, Roman Reigns just seems to just go for, like, the cutthroat, and also... Cutthroat? Uh, the cutthroat meaning, like, you're a bad actor, or you're yeah. punk-ass bitch, or cursing, yeah. or it's just... I had a, I good, I had a good response to that. I wish Cena would have... When, when Roman was talking about he knows a guy, obviously alluding to The Rock, as you said... I wish Cena would have said something along the lines of, you think he can help me? He couldn't help you that much a couple of years ago. Yeah, wow, that would have been really <laughs> great. Maybe yeah. he can help me. But there's another issue with that because Roman, again, contradicts himself. And I don't know if this is the writing team or if this is him I or feel like whatever he's the more, case may be. He feels more on script than Cena does. At yeah, least maybe that's by but design. But the issue for me is that Roman was complaining about John Cena taking time off, complaining about Good Morning America and the movies. But now he's saying that... You're not as big a star as The Rock, and one could argue that that's because he hasn't been in Hollywood as long as The Rock has. Yeah. You know, it's apples and oranges, but for Roman Reigns to complain Definitely. about John Cena being away, one could argue that the reason Cena isn't in that really, really top position is because he still really does, and I believe this when he says it, considers WWE really important to him, and he'd rather fulfill obligations and programs there as opposed to just saying peace out for six years and yeah. deciding when to come back like yeah. say The Rock does. So it just, I don't like when Roman goes back to that well because it's, they're two different arguments I feel like he's yeah, having. Yeah, but he's just, he doesn't have a lot of, you know, he doesn't have well, a that's whole the arsenal issue. of things yeah, to no. say to Cena to begin with. I mean, I'm still annoyed and I'm fairly confident that, you know, wishful booking or predicting next week and then I'll let you give your thoughts. I don't think they're going to be physical before this match. Uh, uh, yeah, I would think that's probably But I don't know, say. and I guess I'll ask this when you start giving your point of view. I don't know if I would have done another promo battle this week. I would have maybe started, you know, maybe, uh, you know, that old tired trope of someone goes for a spear and then an AA and they like counter it and then there's like a standoff or, you know, when they have yeah. matches with two big people and they kind of, you think they're you don't saving think that for next week do that. for the go home show? Maybe. I just, I don't know. I just feel like I liked the first two weeks. I feel like they realized the media and social media attention they got after week one. Week two, you know, obviously they're going to capitalize. But after this week, I would have done something different. I would have yeah. done. Maybe just a straight up, you know, fighting. I mean, if they're both fighting, Vince doesn't need to worry about one or the other turning heel. They're both obviously frustrated with the comments that are being made from each parties and they're coming to blows because they are professional wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Yeah. So I don't know if Vince is worried that whoever throws the first strike is going to be like the de facto babyface or heel. But I'm just like kind of sick of this whole, you know, like John Cena, I'm going to come out to the ring and I'm like, oh, here we go. They're going to stand in the ring together. Like, yeah, at least stand at the ramp. Or something like just something different. <laughs> yeah. You gotta keep them separated. But uh, you know, get and your... last week kind of highlighted that when Reigns challenged Cena and then nothing happened. Yeah, that was yeah we talked um, about that last week. That was not good. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Awkward I would too. imagine that, like you said, they're holding off on the physicality until No Mercy. They're probably not even going to have them be physical next week because yeah, in a way that would necessitate a winner. Maybe something like you said where it's like a dead heat or yeah. whatever. Um. All I can see is Roman Reigns going heel at No Mercy. Yeah. That's, I mean, I would love because that. Because otherwise, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. How you do it otherwise. Do you have any thoughts about the promo this week? Or did you kind of feel like me? That it was... um, well, like I, I guess, again, it's just for three weeks in a row, I wish they would have had more for Roman to say. And what he yeah. did say, like you said, was like 
kind of uh, counterintuitive was right. like going against points that he had already made. Have a point. He doesn't really have a leg to stand on. Yeah. I'm not a good guy. It's bizarre because they're amplifying the issues that now John Cena brought further attention to. We all knew it, but the issues that he initially said in week one are just kind of coming to fruition each yeah. and every week. So yep. and all we're thinking, all we're thinking is that Roman's reading a script because we because yeah. that what happened that first week. Absolutely. And, and that's he's never come back from that. He's never done anything to kind of take that out of our heads. Cena, you know, called him out on that, and I feel like ever since then he's been trying and failing to play catch up. I agree. I definitely agree. So I mean, I'm looking forward to the go home episode and what they do, but I don't have high hopes that it's going to be anything, you know, spectacular. Crazy or yeah, spectacular. same here. The other co-main event of No Mercy, of course, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Yep. Uh, they began the nine o'clock hour. Paul Heyman gave. I mean, he's impossible to give a bad one, but a yeah. good promo hyping up the match. Yeah. I like the whole uh, ready player, you know, I like that dynamic that he yep. created. And, you know, Braun Strowman comes out and Lesnar goes I was to into him this. a German. I was like, I like this a lot. Strowman goes right in his feet, which he is an it. awesome he sight. completely no-sells yeah. it, yeah. And, and Lesnar's all, like, beasting out because he thinks he just took down this guy yeah. that's been talking shit. And then, uh, essentially, Braun Strowman lays out Brock Lesnar, gives him a power slam, and yep. steps on his stomach, holds up the Universal Championship. That was pretty crazy. Uh, it was a really effective segment. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Lesnar's going to win this match. Yeah. But I'm starting to feel like with how much they're having Strowman go over, are they, like, going to swerve us and put the title on Strowman? I don't know, because it's starting definitely to a get... Chance. I enjoyed this week. I thought it was really effective. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like they're missing an opportunity for, like, a major, like, you know, backstage brawl going to the parking lot or something that, like, justifies these two huge guys because Lesnar's not going to be there next week. Yeah. And there are reports that he filmed, like, an interview segment, which they do to build up. Well, they could have filmed something. I mean, they filmed they something filmed for that. next week. They could have filmed, filmed a what I'm talking about. You're right. Part, yeah. You're right. But I could imagine it's More probably than an interview, not, yeah. them working out or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I'm still excited for the match. Of course. I just, I don't know. I feel like this week I would have, same thing with Cena and Roman almost, I would have booked something a little more outside of the box. That being said, the execution of the angle was great. I think yeah. Strowman looked great. I thought it was effective. It was, yeah, it was really cool. It I was like just a cool feel moment. like I could have thought of something better. Such as? Well, I, essentially what I said is that Kurt Angle realizes that Braun Strowman is coming out. Maybe they have security coming. And instead of doing an old in-ring pull-apart role, I mean, they're like in the streets. They're like in the parking lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, you get okay. like cops call to like try and almost like the, the Lesnar and Taker one because that went backstage. Yeah. Or maybe even carried out. I thought that when the main event happened, they were going to go backstage and see Lesnar maybe going to find Strowman. Yeah. I'm like, why are they main eventing? Beside the fact that, you know, Monday Night Football was on, I had a reason. That's why Strowman and Cena went on. On early right but i was thinking and i even looked at the time because they go over more than they did they ended not that late yeah last week they ended at like 11 18 yeah so it was like 11 11 11 12 and i'm like are they maybe gonna do like a quick backstage segment or show brock like going somewhere it's funny you mention that because Corey graves definitely said during the main event they were talking about braun Strowman, and Corey graves said i have a feeling he's not done yet yeah, I think I heard that too. Yeah, and I was definitely I, I was that that, that sealed thought. it for me that okay after this match they're gonna do something. Yeah, with and they've done that before. Yeah, like you know last yeah. week on SmackDown when Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens were in the last scene about Vince yep. coming. Just like a so, quick couple minutes, if that. Hey, don't. So yeah, so that's what I probably would have done. Okay. I still enjoyed this. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed mean, the hell out of my it. My gut is telling me the Brock's retaining at No Mercy, but I can kind of see them doing this intentionally and showing their hand a bit yeah. to swerve us when Braun wins. But, yeah. you know, I... Yeah, see, this tends to make me think that Brock is winning. Yeah. 
I could see Strowman winning, especially because this is, as far as I know, and as far as I've been able to tell, this is Lesnar's last scheduled date until the Rumble. Which, yeah. I mean, I know he has a part-time schedule even as a champion, but that's a long time for yeah, the they champion didn't need him. to not be around. Yeah, I would have done him at Survivor Series. Oh, I would have done him. I would have booked him <laughs> at, interesting main event. I would have booked him at Survivor Series in October, and they also had him work the Great Balls of Fire. And yeah. we, granted, we got the great Samoa Joe feud out of that. But I don't know. I feel like like they did that one year when he was t- when he did Battleground, SummerSlam, and then Hell in a Cell, and then he wasn't yeah. around until the Rumble. It was a similar structure. So yeah, I don't um, I don't know why they just don't like. That's why part of me feels like they can get away with Lesnar losing and having the rematch at the Rumble between Strowman and Lesnar. Yeah. But then I you have to wonder why Lesnar is waiting that long to get the rematch. Because at WrestleMania, they did that angle, WrestleMania 31, when Lesnar beat the shit out of everybody and he got suspended. Yeah. That's how they kind of justified his well, absence until Battleground. Well, you could just have Strowman give him a severe beating. Yeah, at true. No Mercy, the likes of which it, you just wouldn't even expect to see Lesnar yeah. around anytime soon. And then it wouldn't be until the build to the Rumble that it's announced that he's coming back to challenge yeah. the, the rematch. And the issue with that is that I think you'd have to have Brock win the title back. Because yeah. how do you have... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Especially with Mania right around So, the I mean, they could still... And I don't think that would hurt Strowman either if he did lose the title. Because, I mean, what is it? October, it's September, October, November, December, January. He'd have a good three and a half month yeah. reign. He could call Where himself a universal champion. Being the He'll be on Raw monster. every week. Yep. Yeah. So I think that I, that's how I would actually book it. Okay. Um, so it's becoming less of a swerve then in our eyes if that's well, what they go with? Well, it's still wishful booking. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I just think that it could really work for all parties involved. Yeah. So... I guess yeah. we have to see where that See, goes. I think more and more I see it happening. I, 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 like I, yeah, no, I think it's there's a logical... But this is what we were talking about, so yeah. we have to see if logical is what. But, um, I mean, I guess we have to see next week where they take... Where they go. I'm Definitely. hoping it's not like a, you know, Brock talking, I'm going to beat the piss and shit out of you. Although I love <laughs> hearing that all the time. Yeah. Um, we uh, we don't even have that many uh, No Mercy matches scheduled. We have six. Uh, the next one that we we're going to talk about now is the women's fatal four way between Emma, Sasha, Nia, and Alexa. I feel like they completely shit the bed this week in the women's division. Uh, Sasha and Emma, if you're going to have the match, and I, I love Sasha Banks, I would have just had Emma want one to give some sort of something to her, yeah. even if you want to have her cheat. Uh-huh. What I would have booked is I would have had Emma against like a Dana Brooke or a Mickey James this week. But it was like a pretty long match. I mean, considering it was seven the match... minutes and change. So oh really? Yeah, it was. It was felt like longer. It was only yeah. one second. What was two? But it kind of ended after uh, my phone's over there. Oh, it ended yeah. shortly after the yeah. commercial. And I feel like they also had Alexa and Nia out there, and it kind of put the you know the spotlight onto them, which I don't blame them for. And now next week they're doing. And was that weird to have them sitting both sitting very in commentary? Weird. Very weird. Yeah. Two weeks after Nia turned on. They Alexa. gave some context with the backstage segment they did because yeah, you can kind of see that Nia and Alexa aren't like blood rivals. Yeah, that like Alexa's kind of chalking up, you know, like a big sister. Not a big sister, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. she still likes her, but she yeah. has what she wants. Yep. So I kind of like that. I still wish that they explored their relationship weeks prior, because I knew about them being friends from, like, Twitter and social media, yeah. and now we're going to see it in Total Divas. I had assumed that Alexa would retain at No Mercy and then do a proper one-on-one match at Survivor Series. Yeah. Or whatever the next... Whatever. Now that they're doing... DLC, I think, in October. 
Was in December. Oh, Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. Right. Sorry. Um, so yeah. So I guess you could do that then. It's a good mm-hmm. point. Um, but again, I mean, I don't know. Just have Emma get a win over Sasha. I mean, it, unless which I don't think is happening. You want to put the title on her, which yeah. again, I just that's what I thought. Strowman when... has an infinitely better chance of winning the Universal Championship than Emma has of the Raw Women's Championship, in my yeah. personal opinion. I would love it. We know. But it wasn't a squash match. No, not just at all. just feel like they were A, capable of so much more. And, you know, it was just distracting with Nia and Alexa. And I don't know. I just... I got zero apps to give. Put the title on Emma. Yeah, that would be interesting. And now That's in another line of giving matches away too early, we have Alexa and Nia next week, which... I'm hoping doesn't go very far. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking. Is that it'll? Yeah, you know, yeah. it'll be. You'll have Sasha and Emma maybe come out. Yeah, although I as guess I'm so. saying that, it kind of sounds strange. Yeah, wouldn't have been my first call. But uh, I mean, I am excited Schmanz. for this match itself. I would have never predicted this to be the match at No Mercy. So, yeah. so for that reason, I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. Yeah. Um, well, I, who do you think is going to win as of now? Well, before I go, we could talk about the last piece of business on Raw for the women's division. Is that Oscar? is now officially announced. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, that video was awesome. What did you think of announcing it like that? Ooh, yeah, the video was Oh, the video was Rough sick. one. I would have at least had Kurt Angle come to the ring saying, I'd like to now announce and then show the video package. I don't like the fact that for the people in the arena, a video just randomly aired. Yeah. And we just saw Corey Graves talking about it. I still would have liked it to be a surprise. Um, she got yeah. a really decent pop for just that video. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they, like, maybe even had a story about Kurt Angle on the phone with somebody every week or, I don't know, like, something he love to... love his phone. Well, yeah, exactly. Or maybe William Regal being shown Actually, leaving. He's his always op- got his phone. For all we know, he <laughs> has been doing that, you know? Yeah. Because that's what he's always doing. He's always fucking Yeah, I do, but, you know, I mean, I wish, like, the audience would have a idea. Yeah. And yeah, maybe no. even have William Regal, like, leave his office in one scene or something oh. or... I don't know. I, I'm I'm still I love the video. I could already tell the presentation is great. I'm very afraid of how they book her. Yeah. Uh I would have her undefeated for a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, as would I. And so then that's when diffi- did she win the title? Well, that's why is the next question. I originally had booked Alexa winning at No Mercy, Naya and Alexa having a feud until Survivor Series. At Survivor Series you do Naya and Alexa singles mm-hmm. and that's when you would have Asuka be the surprise for the regular women's five yeah, on five yeah, match. Yep. Yeah. Then the you Raw have SmackDown, you have Asuka show up for Raw yes. for Team Raw. Then I would have Naya against Sasha at the Royal Rumble pay per view. Naya win. And okay. you have a women's Royal Rumble and you have Asuka win. And then that's oh. how you get to Asuka and Naya. At WrestleMania, right? I forgot about your women's rumble. And then I originally booked the four horsewomen that whole angle at Survivor Series. Yeah. I would do it at WrestleMania. So okay. I think if you could have Which Asuka makes more and, sense the yeah. more I think about it. And if I've you been could thinking have about that too. Asuka and Nia Jax and the four, you know, and maybe even like a pre-show match with oh, like so Natalia. Oh, so you Asuka not winning the title out until Mania and you have her win the well, title. Well, the Royal Rumble Mania. would be the same thing. Like you'll get a title shot at Mania. Right, right. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. The Women's Rumble. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Um, so then you have Asuka win at WrestleMania. Sounds pretty good. And then oh. I would have There's more. Sasha turn on Bailey. Of course. And the WrestleMania match with the four horsewomen. Oh, Then okay. that's how you get to. In the match or after? You have Sasha cost Team WWE? Um, yes, and that's how you can kind of justify the four horsewomen winning, because there's going to be complaints that these four amazing wrestlers are yeah. losing to people who are tough, but not trained. Yep. So I think that's a good way to get around it. And then yeah. I think that's how you eventually get to SummerSlam with Sasha and Bailey, how I always envisioned in the Barclay Center. Yep. And this is the tricky part, because I don't know when they're doing a draft and a brand split. Assuming yeah. they do another shakeup after WrestleMania, I would eventually build to Asuka and Charlotte. 
Naturally. And I would have... Naturally. I feel like that match will be waiting in the wings. Yeah. You know, regardless, at some point, we're going to need to see those I two also, lock up. Because that's like an obvious... Yeah. And I'm also looking at Asuka and Ronda Rousey as a possible match. Assuming that she comes for more Asuka than one and match. Ronda yeah, I think wow. that they could really... It would take some time for Asuka to build what she has with NXT with us. Yeah. But I think that, I mean, I'm looking at a year right now Do in my head. Do you want to see that, Asuka versus Ronda Rousey, more than you want to see Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, one-on-one? Oh, I want to see Charlotte and Ronda more. Yeah. That's why the only reason I would do Survivor Series with the four and four with the horsewomen is to get to Charlotte and Rousey at WrestleMania. Okay. But then if you do Asuka and Nia at WrestleMania, you have a bunch of talented women off the card. And yeah. I don't see there being three women's matches at WrestleMania. I'm no, not saying it can't not. happen, but just... Let's not blow this out of proportion. But, I mean, that's getting uh, ahead of ourselves. Just for the time being, I'm excited to see Asuka. Who's not? People are saying that TLC may be her debut unofficially right now. And Asuka and Emma had an incredible match in NXT TakeOver. I believe it was London. So that would be a really cool first program, I think. Yeah, Asuka for Emma. Or more specifically, Emma for Asuka. There's the argument, like, why I'm wishing they were building Emma up in the meantime. So it wouldn't be this surprise when Emma's holding her own for a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. So that's how point. I see even things though she's going to take the pinfall at no mercy. Yes, definitely. Um, Anything else about the women on your end? No, I don't think so. Just that Alexa is going to win it. No yeah. mercy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> you did a year and a half, and I'll just stick with no mercy. Sorry. No, it's yeah. Fine. Um, That's good. That's what we're here for. And uh, we had Bray Wyatt versus Goldust this week, which was interesting. I would have yeah. explored this a little more in terms yeah. of maybe I mean, I build understand. it or even have a longer match. Yeah, I um, can even see these two feud, but I, yeah. I was happy that Goldust got some offense. It wasn't a yeah. complete squash. Yeah, it was about three minutes. But I completely agree with that sentiment. Like, when I saw that it was that match, I was simultaneously excited and upset because I knew that it was just right. fodder for the Baylor feud. Yeah. Obviously. And, um... Bray Wyatt defeats Goldust. Wipes the paint off. Under three minutes. By yeah, I mean, I like the whole idea of it. I think yeah. that Bray Wyatt's promos have been a little more focused lately. I think that it makes sense. I mean, I'm guessing, do you have Bray win against Finn because of the whole demon thing? No, I think you have Finn win because yeah. to show okay. that... Because especially having the match right before SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt versus regular Finn Balor, Finn loses... Then six days I think later, that was they wrestle now. again. No, it definitely was yeah. intentional, but a byproduct of doing that back-to-back like that, you've told people that Finn Balor without the makeup isn't as good as Finn Balor with the makeup. Right. So I think they're trying like to the write story. that yeah. perception. Good point. Yeah, I guess all right. You sold me on that. Good day, sir! I mean, I knew obviously the paint had a vital function. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, other than that, the feud, I have to say, overall is disappointing. I feel like you could have thought about Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt when Finn was on NXT. It would have been a lot yeah. more you awesome than it is now. something a lot cooler than what we're watching. You're not as big of a deal as you think you are. But um, it is, I mean, what it is. And then the, for me at least, the last thing on Raw that, I mean, I have to talk about was, oh, well, no. Hey, don't. John Cena and Braun Strowman had a match, yep. which should have been the main event, but it wasn't because should have of been on a football. Pay-per-view, actually, um, the match was good. Uh, they, I mean, they are just all in on Strowman. I mean, the way they are just yeah. letting him, yeah, great night destroy for Destroy everybody. Overall, great, great year. Night for I mean, great yeah. year, really. I d- overlooking WrestleMania. There was you're absolutely a right. yes. There was a complete lack of logic, though, in the fact that Strowman wasn't disqualified when he had seen it with the stairs the first time. Yeah. But then he was disqualified when he gave him a slam on the stairs. Yeah. That was weird to me. I kind of rationalized that as, you know, the first time you could say that it was the heat of the moment, whereas the second time the ref had warned him several times. If you do that, it's a DQ. But, I mean, in a standard wrestling match, that would 
elicit a disqualification. Yeah, it should have been yeah. a DQ the yeah. first time. And Corey Graves at least did point that out at some point. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that kind of helped, I guess. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, it was more or less what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a definitive, yeah. even though what we got in my eyes wasn't that much different than just having Strowman beat Cena because the match ended the way Strowman wanted it to. Yeah, definitely. It just, you know, protects Cena from getting pinned. And then Roman backstage, just I thought he delivered this line awfully. Yeah, I'm gonna he show talks him so no mercy. He's so soft spoken. Because now that we hear his voice when he's like having fun and like, you know, well, we're talking now, ain't we? Yeah, you're hearing me now, ain't you? Throwing those insults, joking, and then we hear like that punk ass bitch. It's yeah. just, it just, I can't. It listen loses to it. it. <laughs> but uh, it so loses yeah, something. And then as I was saying before, um, the main event of this week was a. Eight-man tag match. We had Gallows and Anderson, Cesaro and Sheamus going up against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, who had to find a partner. Lord, I had no idea who they were going to pick. <laughs> uh, it was the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Um, you just made the list! It was a decent match. Uh, I don't agree with the decision to put this in the main event, but yeah. I think we know why it probably was. Let alone to make it a match. I don't understand. When you have three teams that are all fighting each other, how do you wind up with a match where two of those teams are oh, aligned? You may not have realized Teddy Long was backstage. I thought you knew. Oh, okay. I thought you knew that. <laughs> that actually makes sense. But uh, but yeah, no, I agree. It was you know kind of just not, logic. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Um, I did notice, and uh, before we move on to SmackDown, I wanted to ask your opinion on. Do you think they're starting to go all in with the Hardy Boys? Do you notice how they made a lot of references to Matt? How he seems off a couple times. Yeah. Corey Graves said it. Michael Cole said it. Um, in the match, they said it. Delete. Or do you think that's just not really anything to write home about? Because yeah, I don't, I don't think, know. It was a little. It just feels like an extension felt forced of what they've when been Corey doing. Graves is like, "What's wrong with Matt Hardy?" Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Still it just hoping feels that like more broken Matt Hardly to me. This is true. Or Woken, if it happens. Yeah. Uh, anything else about Raw you have? No, I think that'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. That about does it. So SmackDown this week was, was also pretty big. Yeah. Uh, well, Raw was kind of well, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, SmackDown was SmackDown was the more noteworthy period. show. Yeah. Sin City SmackDown. That's a good point. Uh, again, as same thing as last week, we had the through line of Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon's confrontation. Yeah. It was very well done. You had yeah. Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan come out at the top of the show, which was necessary to build interest in the eventual confrontation. But also, yeah. if you kind of think of it as a whole, nothing was really accomplished from it. Yeah. Beside Kevin Owens saying what he would do when it's a Kevin Owens show. So yeah, I get yeah. why it was done. But then they had a few other backstage segments sprinkled out, talking to Sami Zayn, you know, talking to production guys about what yeah. he would like done. So It was the running Yeah, I, I definitely episode. understood it. Uh, so we, of course, will revisit the actual confrontation. Of course. Uh, but the first match of the night was a United States Championship match, the match that we wanted to have all along, yeah. at least for me. Ty Dillinger yeah, no, and AJ I've, I've Styles. Been... Um, competitive match. Yeah. Uh, they had me after the tiebreaker. Me I have too. to say. It was, I really thought he uh, had the pin there. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, I hope that showed management that Ty Dillinger can go. I mean, he's not on an AJ Styles level, of course, but he could yeah. work that frenetic pace championship caliber match. Definitely. Um, without a doubt. So that was really great. Of course, AJ Styles retains. Uh, of course, Baron Corbin comes out afterwards, and yeah. we're obviously leading to a match at Hell in a Cell, Probably. which I'm just so not excited Probably. for. Same here. I'm hoping it's a triple threat, because uh, Ty Dillinger got involved a little bit. I mean, I guess that's yeah. wishful. I wish Baron wishful Corbin thinking. kind of caused Ty Dillinger to lose, but then that would put a lot of stock in Ty Dillinger that that's how AJ won. I yeah. mean, obviously, AJ can beat him clean, so I kind of You wish Baron get, Corbin, you wish something would have happened to lead a little bit more. To kind of justify Ty Dillinger being in the, the match. three-way more than... Right. Yeah. Because right now, they could say, well, he's still lost. But, yeah, uh, you're right. Twice now. Yes. 
the next match was another championship match. We had a Sin City street fight yeah. between the Usos and the New Day. Yeah. Uh, you think they felt the obligation to do at least one title change with the three title matches? Uh, well... Yes, but I kind of knew this was going to happen only because, A, you and I have both read the, the report about the New Day or Vince wanting them to be the most cumulative title reigns. We did, and we've mentioned it on the show, but they're a long ways off from that. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I, You're going to have to make this kind of saw this. if you want to get there anytime Whenever soon. you have a heel pick a stipulation, I feel like this happens a lot where it like backfires. Yeah. So, and also I like how Xavier Woods didn't come out because a lot of people were wondering why the hell would they pick yeah. a match where it could be three on two, yeah. but the New Day are faces. So I like how that was included and talked about. Uh, really good match. Definitely not as strong as the first two, uh, but yeah. this is also on a two hour show with other things happening. Yep. But even for what they did, it was a great match. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the New Day are now four time tag team champions. Which is well, yeah, you're getting there. A good decision. I mean, there aren't that many tag teams right now that can step up to face the Usos. Had the New Day lost, and yeah. they had to move on. So I'm happy with the choice. I think it makes sense. Um, do you think this is leading to a Hell in a Cell match or just a regular match at Hell in a Cell? That was my immediate thought after the match. You just made the list. Shinsuke and Gender is not announced for the Cell. Yeah. Do you think they're just gonna have the one, or are they gonna have three? I think they're definitely gonna have at least two. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I miss it when it was every match with Hell in a Cell. I mean, the structure's there. Why not? Yeah. They did it one pay-per-view. I liked it. WWE did it where they had all the matches or Hell in a Cell? Yeah. The first. That. Maybe it wasn't all of them, but it yeah, was like a it lot. Was all of them, it, was it was a lot, lot though. Yeah. More than three. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't all of them. See, I could see there being three. You start with one, do one in the middle, and do one at yeah. the end. In which case, I think it Last would be appropriate. Last year they had three. Um, they opened with Roman Rusev. Oh, right. The middle was... Um, yeah, because Roman was in the mid-card. Owen, Seth, and the main event was the women, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so hopefully they go with three again. And if it's three, I guess I could see, because what else? You do Shinsuke and Jinder, obviously. Yeah. Which is earned in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. You do well, Kevin Owens and Chain. also You wouldn't earned. know they're building to win a Hell in a Cell match with this week, but we'll get into that. Yeah, but... Hopefully that's what they do, and it will be earned just because they've been feuding for a little yeah. while, and it makes sense yeah. to put the cell around to keep, in theory, to keep the singles yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And then this match, you know, they built to it. The biggest match in history, right here. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, I, well, I mean that's what I'm I was going to. Boring you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not bored by that. Uh, but I am moving into next the Jinder Mahal segment. Good segue. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It makes sense with the fact that they are there on the outside. But I just don't like how they're building the match. I mean, why would they choose this type of promo? Yeah, the one from this week. To, I mean, Jinder's like making fun of Shinsuke's faces. And it was just very cringeworthy for yeah. me. That the execution was awful. Why not do like a backstage segment? Start to talk about how it's three on one. To kind of get there. Because yeah. I feel like... Yes, it makes sense, because we can make sense of it on the podcast. Yeah. But at the same time, there, the, the feud doesn't have the animosity to warrant it yet. So I feel like the problem with these stipulation pay-per-views is that because we're in the month of the pay-per-view, it's going to go in there. Yeah. So yes, I understand that it can be they can be on the outside, and obviously they'll, they'll get back in. But the feud has barely been like a feud. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I mean, you don't feel like there's that's like, why there's I mean like the blood boiling. And, yeah, and so that's why it's not that I'm bored. I just feel like the justification you're thinking of makes sense. But if you look at what's been happening, I mean, Shinsuke wasn't even there this week, which I don't know if he's it's on strange. tour, yeah, or whatever the case may be. But that doesn't make his character look that well. No, and I would do like a backstage three on one attack. You have Shinsuke being interviewed or something, and then you start to kind of introduce that element of three on one, and that's yeah. how you kind of get there. What the hell so, were they going for with that? With what they it was just bad. I mean, you touched oh my on it, god! But, yeah, it was horrible. What? What's your point? 
So that's how I mean. I mean, you're near a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and that's the segment you choose to book. I mean, build a match, so... Maybe you're gonna out. have Shinsuke come back next week, like he's furious that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, something. But it wouldn't even. It wasn't even really funny. I mean, the no. guy laughed a little. Or sometimes. insulting. Oh, he look. He makes the face. He looks like he poops. All right. Yeah. So. No, I, I thought it'd be funny. Wasn't funny. While that's, he's in the middle, I mean, you're so taking, that's the you're face taking, he makes. Yeah, when he's in the middle of a wrestling match, I mean, should he be more concerned with what his face looks like? Right. Because you're just taking random shots of him. I totally agree. So yeah, I didn't mean to. You weren't boring me, but this is boring. No, me. no, I'm just, just so I'm we're just clear. teasing. Yeah. Uh, Naomi and Natalia have a women's championship match, which also underwhelmed me. Uh, the only women's action that I liked this week was the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Uh, I feel like both shows, you know, Em and Sasha had a good women's wrestling match fundamentally, but the angle was, eh, this match was given much less time. Very just, I feel like they were going through the motions. Does and Naomi have anything to say to Carmella and Ellsworth about costing her the match? No, right? They didn't. If anything, they cushioned her fall when she missed the outside dive to... Natalia. To Natalia, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't, right? Naomi right. doesn't. I mean, because you're trying to see if they can get away with having another match between Naomi and Natalia. If you're Naomi trying to say like Naomi you still can't. deserves a shot, because I Carmel know that's why I feel there. like Oscar would have worked better on SmackDown for the time being. Mm, I don't know. You're well, out because of, you're where do you where do you go at Hell in a Cell now? Unless maybe you get Charlotte back in the fold and you start going that way. I mean, Charlotte and Natty can have great matches. Becky, you know. Yeah. So I guess. Well, let me, that sounds dumb. They <laughs> do have other women to. But I feel like the storyline is so focused on these three right now. Yeah. So what do they pull, like, a Royal Rumble with, and they do a triple threat match? Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and there's a threat of Carmella cashing in at any moment? I mean, regardless, yeah. I'm not very excited about this as well. No, yeah. Uh, the match was, uh, I mean, I'm glad Natalia won. She did it clean, but it wasn't like the first match. You know, there was a distraction, you could argue. Was there? I don't think there well, was. Well, Naomi was... Naomi was um, did the thing to Carmella and Ellsworth, and then Natty capitalized and threw her into right. the ring okay. post. Okay, okay. So you can argue that if Carmella and Ellsworth weren't there, Naomi's attention would have been on. Yeah. Well, if they, if they weren't there, like I said, she would have missed the outside dive. Yeah, I mean, I do think she Naomi was going to go on all three. I just oh, think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just think okay. that. Yeah, she kind of rolled out of the way. I think that's yeah, okay. what they were going for, at least. Um, when you're telling these little stories, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Um, where is Bobby Roode? Yeah, two weeks now, right? I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, last week they at least had a video package. Yeah. Um, but but I, after last week especially, you would think he would have been there. I was going to say something about how I think this thing with Dolph Ziggler is for him, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, we can, I guess, talk about and that. And I was okay. going to mention that, but I, I feel like it's not even insightful anymore since the crowd there seems to see it coming also. Because yeah. I don't know if you heard them chanting yes. Bobby Roode. Yeah. But, like, wh- I, where was he? Are they yeah. just, are they trying to say like okay Ziggler will come out next week get interrupted by Rude and Rude will get the pop for saving the crowd from being yeah. bored out of their minds by Ziggler for three weeks in a row is that what they're going for I don't know well they do have a tour right now I think they have two tours going on one in New Zealand and one in Australia so I'm pretty sure both rosters are being scattered across those tours okay so I can so argue that Shinsuke is there I don't know if Bobby was I know that Shinsuke was I know that like Sasha to put on is there shows now with only half the roster. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with the booking of it, but I mean, yeah. Cesaro and Sheamus are there, so I don't know if they're going to be back in time for Raw next week, so yeah. I don't know how they're working it, but I do think this is going to be for Dolph Ziggler, but why not have Dolph Ziggler just win matches in the meantime? Yeah. Because he's going to lose to Bobby Roode, obviously. 
So why do you, I mean, and by the way, Dana Warrior was in the crowd. That Ultimate Warrior thing was very disturbing to me. Not disturbing, but just unnecessary. Like, they yeah, had to know she Young, was going to be Young there. was live from that arena. Yeah, and Dana Warrior was seen in the arena. Yeah. And like, I feel I like really they had to know. I don't know. It was just weird. It was, was weird run, even was if she running, wasn't there. running down that that's nothing special. I mean, and... that's the only dead one that he's done. Well, no, he did Macho Man. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He did yeah. Macho Man. Yeah. Dig it. Wouldn't have been my first call. So, <laughs> um, I mean, he would have gotten a lot of heat for doing Undertaker, I think. That would have been a good one to do. Yeah. But... Uh, this whole thing is very weird. Another poorly executed angle, in my opinion. So I guess tune I guess in next week to see to who he's going to be yeah. pretending to be next week and yeah. or just gets interrupted finally by, we both hope, is Bobby Roode. Maybe he'll come out to Glorious next week. Uh, it'll be, be a good like idea. The crowd will be excited because yeah. hasn't been around and right. it'll be Ziggler. That'd they did that cool. with Shane at the beginning of the show, which was interesting, I guess. At least they're committing to whatever yeah. the fuck this is. Yeah, I just feel so bad for him. I heard his contract is expiring very soon. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he bounces. Yeah, well, I would think he's going to put Bobby Roode over on the way out when I heard yeah, that. Yeah, true. Um, so, but one last thing for the main event is Rusev did an interview, which I liked the angle that they were Who's trying the to legend? run. Yeah. Who's the legend? So he was in Bulgaria, and his family wasn't proud of him. And I did like that because he was in Bulgaria with Lana. Okay. Um, Actually, side note, but Lana did a photo shoot on Twitter, and there was a nip slip. And You're it was kidding. picked up by the New York Post. God damn, she had to no. remove the thing. Yeah, I can show it to you off the air. How did she post it on Twitter? When you, you got to look at something before you yeah, post it. Yeah, but like she did like four pictures, and it was one of them. Oh, and man. when you post a bunch, they're like smaller than they would be larger, obviously. Yeah. But just a side note, Lana's nipples out there. Uh, note to self. Even though the article claims that she posed nude before, so I guess there's other... Double note to self. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Um, what a creep. You know, I just do things. So, yeah, I don't. I thought it was going to be just returning to the Randy Orton angle. Yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah. I mean, unless unless it is Randy and, you know, legend and legend killer, that's what came to mind for me. Like, are they? Oh, yeah. But I don't know if that's. I was thinking Kane. Maybe Kane's oh, okay. around and they have something. Yeah. You know. It's going to be Kane! Possible. Mark so I Henry, guess we'll maybe. See where. The, yeah, he's mm-hmm. technically on the Raw brand. Less legendary. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's technically on the Raw I brand. I track. Yeah. Easy. So I guess we'll see what legend comes to SmackDown next week. Uh, finally, though, we have the closing. It doesn't matter. It probably won't. Uh, <laughs> we have the final segment. Um, I do like how Kevin Owens just came out, didn't say anything, and then Vince's music hit. Yeah. Vince comes out. Now, Vince talks about the fact that you're saying you want to sue me. I'm a billionaire. I've won all of these cases, blah, 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 blah. Uh, one thing he said that was interesting to me is that he suspended Shane because Shane didn't finish the job. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, Submit that into evidence. Then uh, Vince, of course, announces the Hell in the Cell match between Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. And yeah. these are a few of my, I mean, thoughts. Because after that, Kevin Owens says, I need your permission that if I'm provoked... I could attack a McMahon. Yeah. Now, let did me say right that there coming? that I did think he was going to punch him. Okay. I didn't think he was going to headbutt him. Yeah. I didn't think that he, they, they were going to draw blood because yeah. I think Vince probably wanted that to happen. Did he blade or did... He could not have bladed. I watched you it think, a few you times. You think the plan was for Kevin Owens to bust Vince I, McMahon the hard way. open yeah. the hard way? If you... For, well, he, he definitely didn't blade. Well, okay, yeah. I think that's what Vince said. I think Vince said, headbutt me. There's no way he was able to blade. He hit him and he went down and the mark was there. I was watched there, it a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if he had like a scab that was, I don't know how. I have oh, to yeah, imagine maybe. they had to protect him some way. 
Like people had to be thinking Vince, like you cannot it's be. It's hard for me to imagine that that was the plan for seventy plus year old Vince. No, I know, but looking at in slow motion, there ha- that's the only thing I can think of is that there was skin there already or something. Um, but regardless, there it, probably was. There skin was at least head to head contact. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the frog splash looked pretty. You know, yeah. they it know how to take those. That was pretty. But my question is: Are we supposed to assume that Vince provoked Kevin when they were doing the handshake? Because he said, "If I'm provoked." And he just headbutted him. So yeah. is the whole thing that Vince was, like, talking shit to him, and that was his way of provoking him? Yeah, everything you just said has provoked me to hit you. Okay. I don't want to say that wasn't clear, Cause he but... Because Kevin Owens came out in the mindset of, I'm going to sue this place. It's going to be the Kevin Owens show. Right. And now Vince McMahon just comes out and says, no, you know, forget everything you're thinking. None of it's based in reality. The reality is you're going to go have a match against this guy who kicked your ass last week. Right. So that and there's no stipulation attached him. yet. Also, I thought there was gonna be some type of a yeah. And also, what is the stipulation gonna be? Because we had talked about it off air since the last time we recorded. I don't know. I don't know if there's a feasible way to do it, but I'd love for the stipulation to be if Shane wins, he's reinstated. If, if Kevin, Kevin Owens wins, it's Kevin Owens show, it's right? the Kevin o- yeah. SmackDown Live gets changed to the Kevin Owens show, and they actually do it. I mean, granted. Because then I start thinking about Survivor Series, the possibility of Rover SmackDown, which gets totally fucked by that Kevin Owens show idea, let alone beyond that. Right. No chance! Yeah, I, I have to say, and, and I think because of Kevin looking like this vile person and really, you know, stepping up his game in terms of promo work, I think Shane's going to win, unfortunately. Man, uh, yeah, I think... I think um, has to win. And even if you do do the Kevin Owens show, how do you get away from it? It can't be the Kevin Owens show forever. Yeah, I mean, somebody, you know, you have to think would, about stock. a wrestler would have to challenge him and beat him. You know, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a way to do it, but you have to think about you know um, stock, yeah. you know, stockbrokers and just the business model WWE. Like yeah. that could actually throw things on Wall Street into it. You know what I mean? I love the idea of it. Almost but like when Donald Trump was going to be the you know uh, yeah. the owner and the stock plummeted the next day. Not that Kevin owns Donald Trump, but there could be some sort of a confusion. About yeah. what's real and what isn't. Well, then everyone loses their minds. Create too much confusion. But I do definitely. think that's going to be the stipulation. But I, I, I do think, unfortunately, Shane McMahon finds a way Damn, to. Uh, I feel like Kevin Owens absolutely has to win. I don't think he has to. Um, I mean, you look at his what he's accomplished so far. He's accomplished a lot. And I mean, if they book it in a way that Shane just beats the shit out of him with an object or something, you know, how do you realistically kick out of it? One of those types of things. Um, I think he could bounce back from it. Right, um, I guess he really has to beat the shit out of him with something. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting, though. You lose! Um, Good day, sir! Uh, just before we end, I was listening to Wade Keller, and he took that Uh-oh. as Vince McMahon should not have said what he said, that he painted himself as a heel, and that he, as a viewer, had no sympathy for Vince, and that he had sympathy for Kevin, which I just completely disagree with. A, Vince McMahon doesn't need to be... I can see why be, he thought that, sorry. I can see why he thought that. Because but Vince, Vince McMahon, did say, like, the, you know, the legal system is designed for people like me, yeah, billionaires. But at the same time, I don't think he should change his character. Yeah. And also, consider that two years ago, he was having his son put his body on line against The Undertaker. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So there's a logic issue there. But I don't think that necessarily Vince McMahon needs to be a heel or a face in this category, because Kevin Owens beat the shit out of a essentially helpless 70-plus-year-old man yeah. for no reason. Why? Because he said he's rich? I mean, that's the Vince McMahon character. I don't necessarily think 
it has to be characterized as a heel or babyface for someone like Vince, who has notoriously always been that same character. He threatened to fire Kevin Owens. Well, Kevin Owens is also threatening to, you know, sue them because Shane McMahon put hands on him. Kevin Owens did say to Shane, your family would be better off if you were dead. True. I mean, so if you think about that as a delusional heel saying, well, I'm going to sue you now, Shane McMahon, that's where people can sympathize with. I'm sure a lot of people in America would have beat the shit out of someone if they said that about them and their kids. Yes, So that's where my mind goes is that, yes, Vince McMahon said all that about being a billionaire and this and that, but Mm -hmm. at the same time... A, it's the truth, and B, you just said all this about my grandchildren and my family. Yeah. So that's why I don't, I didn't find an issue with the material. I could see the argument, but I just wanted to say that I thought that Vince McMahon character was the same character he's been, and I thought that it made sense for him to then flip the script on a heel to yeah. kind of show that no matter who you are or what you do, when it's related to me and my family and my business and the company, I'm going to utilize my strength and my power, which is his yeah. financial Exercise well-being, my, essentially. You know, flex my muscle. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard any other argument like that, but I just wanted to air my grievances about Yeah, to address Wade that. Wade Keller, that's what I think about that. Take that. Yeah. Hey, don't. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's uh, anything else you have to say about that, man? Or I vented um, about everything I had to? No, I just, it was a great, it was a really awesome promo. Like, yeah. It was a really, the blood, I think, added to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting I don't know that. how they did it, but I thought the, just the whole thing. And teasing it at the top, not only to set up the storyline for the show, like we had mentioned, but also, I just, I, I liked it, because it really started to build the anticipation. At first, I yeah. was like, oh, you're not going to start with McMahon confronting Kevin Owens. And they didn't. They only teased it, which in hindsight, I like. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I thought it was well done. Yeah, definitely, and I'm curious to see if they add a stipulation. I'd be really surprised if they don't add, you know, Shane's reinstatement should he win. Unless, wait, did he actually already reinstate him? I don't know if he addressed that part. Well, regardless, I see Shane... Because he has to be on the show to build the match. Yeah. So maybe as general manager, he's indefinitely suspended, but now he's a performer, so he's allowed on. Maybe they'll get around that somehow. Yeah. Commissioner, yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess time Do you think Daniel we'll Bryan should have come out, though, when Vince started doing all that? Or like maybe like some of the superstars? Like I find it weird that the general manager of the show didn't come out when Kevin Owens started beating the shit out of the chairman of the board. Well, that was yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. I, I mean, the other wrestlers I get. Out. I mean, I guess Shane well, wasn't there. Yeah, true. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh, and Stephanie was there. That was. Oh, yes. Damn, I forgot that. That, that was, was interesting. Very uh, Very. That's the first place she's appeared since WrestleMania. Yeah, which I kind on, of like. On air, obviously. I can see the issue people are having with this, but yeah. I think it makes sense because if that was anyone else, Stephanie would have slapped them right in the face. But the look that they had yeah. kind of showed me, and I don't know if this is what they were going for, but it was almost like, a, yeah, I've been on your team all this time. You felt the history. I may or may not agree yep. with you, but that's my father and you did that. Yeah. I feel like she would have kicked him in the balls or slapped him or something. Yeah, that's a good so point. So I kind that's of... a really good point. But I also maybe given them more credit for why they did that. Yeah. But all in all, well, I did like that she realism. came out. Yeah, ab- Obviously. definitely. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that, too, that she came out. Uh, So this was Wishful Booking Podcast. We will be looking forward to the developments next week. And if Vince is okay, has a concussion. Uh, I am actually listening. I'm curious in real life to see how he is. I hope that that was all just him selling really well. Yeah. Because things could have went badly yeah. during that. So, oh, but, when he was talking about his rib at the yeah, end. Yeah. Cool. And then even, you know, the you know if he does have a concussion, which is yeah. possible. But um, if, if he was busted open hard way, I don't see how he doesn't at least have a mild concussion. Yeah, I agree. But, but I'm not uh, a doctor. We will find that out next week. Yep. And my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. And my name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. And you can also like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod. 
and you can feel free to email in your own wishful booking uh wishful booking at gmail.com yes pretty straightforward email. and we will see you while well, you will hear us next week have a good week have a good week guys hear me then 